Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I am Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. And that was not a very smooth... I was going to say, you were you were like a half, half, half second, second early. tempo beat off on that Half one. second. Well, it's been too long since we've done this. So I'm, it has been a little It's a perishable time. skill. <laughs> 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 a perishable skill. But this is Analyzing the Program, and we are going to talk about Wadapalooza. Bill, you got to be there. It was a wonderful broadcast. I had fun, in quotation marks, watching from home. Oh, you also FOMO, known dude. as I have never, FOMO. Me and you are so tight, and I have never gotten that many texts from you. Dude. Ever. Over the course of like four days. <laughs> well, I watched right next to me. That's what I, I felt Yeah, like. I watched every second of it, and I definitely didn't um, shy away from chatting you up <laughs> <laughs> during the whole thing. But, man, how how was it? It, it just looked uh, it looked very classic Wadapalooza amped up to a level 10. Uh, I will say this. It was uh, at a very, very basic level. It just felt good. Mm. I mean, the weather was nice, except for the last day, but the weather was nice. <laughs> we'll get to that last part. Um, it was great to see people. Uh, it was great to see the athletes. You know, I haven't seen yeah. in a while. Um, all different. You know, I got to see a lot of Masters athletes that I saw down in, at the San Diego at the Legends competition. Um, got to work with like the broadcast team. I mean, like right. our producers, our, our directors, our, our support staff. I mean, all, all of those people got to see Roe and hang out with him. I haven't seen Roy McKernan yeah. in a long time. That beard. Wow. I was going to say, could you even still see Roy McKernan behind that beard? <laughs> uh, you know, it was, yeah. I mean, it was amazing. I, I have to admit that it, it was incredible how long it was, but Dude. the funny thing was, is like, Hey man, you just turned forty, right? What color is that? <laughs> dude, he's... I'm in my I'm in my fifties. He's like, how do you not? He's like, you color that, don't you? I'm like, no, yeah. dude, no. He's so um, gray now. <laughs> oh, so gray. He's like the most powerful Santa around right now. Oh, uh, but I I tell you what, like the event itself was amazing. Um, I, I think that as always with most CrossFit um events and and things like that they always group these groups loud and live mm. everybody they bite off such large chunks oh yeah. um they go big they, they go big and they, i mean they and, you swing know, one of the things going for big the fences always had these little these little trips but i'll tell you what like it, the massive event of that was amazing the village was cool mm -hmm. uh the events were fun the races were good um i was so glad that that loud and live was able to get a a real broadcast group in there this is yeah. the first time so it was really funny I, I felt time. bad for sean because the way we broadcasted this year was we were in a trailer oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah we yeah. were in a foam lined room <laughs> you know 10 foot by 10 foot box basically yeah calling all the events whereas when me and you would do it we would be sitting right in the middle of the entire crowd with basically the in the stands right behind us you know <laughs> blowing our headsets off and and so even uh, though like it it looked great and it we still got the feel because we had all the you know, the sounds and our headsets and everything like that, yeah. um, uh, it still was able to give the right feel and it and it okay. really did. I mean, when I got to do the desk stuff with Rory, it, it it got me out in the crowd and so that I could kind of feel that again. And mm -hmm. you know, when you're at the Bayside um, stage and yeah, you have these, I mean, amazingly beautiful yachts cruising back and forth. Yeah, and, uh, it was incredible. It, I mean, it was. 
man, it was a, a well-needed, much-needed, uh, very enjoyable experience for nice, sure. It was awesome. Nice. How was the crowd overall? I dude, it was packed. Really? Packed. That's awesome. Like, there were people all over the place. Yeah. All over the place. If you, if you could pick between the two, um, would you rather have been in your box like you were broadcasting from or in front of that effing speaker that we had to do that one year? Oh, you know what? I, I, will, I will say uh, the box, honestly, because then we could really do our job. That? And the setup was with the setup was so much better. I mean, like, you know, I, I'm able to talk to our producer and to our director, and we're having our conversations, and we're talking about things that we want to be looking at. So we're really yeah. being able to but, no, I mean, put I together just mean, a much better deal. I mean, where you're sitting, so you get the same get broadcast it. team. Yeah. Oh, same broadcast. Same team. broadcast Ooh. team. That's what I say. It's okay. It's you. You get the same. You get Rafi and Barney and and Charlie. Yeah. Everything, but you either sit in that box. Or we get put in front of the loudest speaker I have been in front of in my entire life. Oh gosh, you know what? I as much as I felt like I was missing the sun, um, <laughs> I would still say that the professional part would be in the box, so we can give the right, yeah, the right stuff out. Uh, I, mean, I mean, it's that speaker, it's on it, both it, sides it, of the spectrum. Totally, but that speaker, we would put earplugs in yeah. our ears <laughs> underneath our headsets they were supposed to be noise canceling like it, and, dude uh, i that was it really was pretty miserable like yeah but you know it was it was so miserable that it was fun and you're yeah, right, you know, right. The crowd so like you you well, that whole the vibe that whole weekend was a shit show from the <laughs> on the back end of it right Through that. but yeah. um if, if you guys are trying to picture this picture, you're at a concert and you know, those like huge speakers, like stacked speakers. stacked speakers. There's like 20 of them in a row. They put us on a platform directly in front of one of them. I mean, like if I had no back to my chair, I could lean back and rest my back on the speaker. That's how close <laughs> we were. <laughs> and it was, it was just brutal well good i'm glad you had a great time i'm glad you got to be there um if you guys don't know i was supposed to be there with bill um yeah. i was leaving on a wednesday morning and here's the best part is that charlie wanted me out there on a tuesday charlie's the a producer of the show and he's like you know come out tuesday just in case flight stuff because things are getting canceled and whatever because we didn't have a meeting until like noon on wednesday Right. But I was like, I want to stay an extra night at home because if I can stay an extra night at home, that just makes it a lot easier on my wife and my kids. And I was supposed to have a flight at like five in the morning on Wednesday. Well, Tuesday, my son gets sent home with a, a small fever at noon. He was fine going to school. But you know, as kids, you know, develop over the, over the course of the day, they're <laughs> like, hey, come pick him up. You can't come back till Friday until he's fever free. Classic. He's been sent home like six times since school has started, <laughs> right? Like this is, I'm like, damn it, Dylan. Why is it every time I go out of town for a broadcast, you get sick? Same thing happened at Rogue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course it's like, I'm going to be gone for five days. And my wife is like, you have got to be kidding me. I was like, hey, let's just test him and be sure. Because, you know, it's just that time of, this is, that's the world we live in. That's where we are. Yeah. Yeah. So we test him and he's positive at our at-home test. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. 
So then I was like, all right, get in the car. We're going to take a, like a PCR test. So I get him in the car. I'm wearing a mask now. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we go to this drive through. We have to sit there for like an hour, but we get a results. Dylan, full blown positive. Me, completely negative. And I come home and my wife is just sitting there. She's like, she's, she's like, what are we going to do? And in my head for a second, I was like, I'm fucking leaving. You're like, I'm out. I'm out. Know, like, I'm, I'm negative. Yeah. I mean, what are you guys going to do? What's I'm this? not going to be here. <laughs> what's this we shit? <laughs> and because I was like, look, I'm negative. My flight's at five in the morning. I'm out. I'm just going to wear a mask. I'm going to stay downstairs. And um, as I'm thinking about it, and I didn't say this out loud. I'm just, this is in like 10 seconds of thought. And then I was like, I can't leave my son at home who just got COVID with my wife. And my daughter, who are all probably going to get this and be gone for five days while they navigate this unknown territory together. And so I just took my mask off and I was like, it looks like I'm staying home with everybody. You just made like, breathe deep. Yeah, hey, that's Dylan. basically what we did, right? So I take my mask off and I tell my wife, I was like, listen, I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to take care of everybody. And, you know, so we just all sat there in a circle, literally. And we're like, let's just get, <laughs> let's, let's just, all get it right now. That's really what we did. <laughs> like, you know, I know it's funny because it, this, this is a, like when I was young, we would get chicken pox and now apparently they don't get that anymore because there's a, there's a vaccine for it. Right. Yeah, so like maybe. kids don't get chicken pox anymore. But when I was young, and I'm sure this is the same with you, if one sibling got chicken pox in the house, parents went, go play with that sibling now. Yep. And get it over with. And sometimes, <laughs> we, I we we would have block parties for that shit. Like, this is how we did it. Like we had neighbors' kids come over. Just get it out of Just the way. Just get man. it out of the way. And that's that's the approach we took. So we all sat there together, and then you know, two three days later, I'm like, <clears throat> <laughs> and then I ended up getting it. Dylan had symptoms for like maybe 48 hours. And then I was pissed because, like, I had I had very, very mild symptoms. Very mild. Yeah. I still, like, went for 30-minute runs each day. Now, they were really slow because I was just exhausted. But, like, lungs are fine. Taste and smell were all there. I had no issues. I had a fever for, like, f an hour. <laughs> and I was so mad at Dylan because, like, he was good in, like, two days. And, like, my son gets sick all the time. It's annoying. Yeah. And you know this. We've had this, hey, I... Dylan's sick again, and because you know he has well, he has like childhood asthma, and he and he's allergic to everything. We got him tested; yeah. he's allergic to everything on the planet, and he had the most mild reaction he's ever had in his life, four years of his life, than anything he's ever had. And I'm like, you bastard! <laughs> like, I'm sitting here watching Bill at Wadapalooza when I could have been there, not positive, and you're done. Like you're not even sick anymore, and it was so. Did your wife get it? Yeah, your we all got it? it. Yeah, we all got yeah. it. Yeah, you know, got and, those antibodies. But she, she was like the least of all of us. Was, really? Yeah. I mean, I never really had a cough, just a casual cough. Yeah. Lungs felt fine, um, and she'd be like, I'm "Like you okay?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." I'm like, "Yeah, me too." <laughs> While I'm taking like. <laughs> medicine and like Tylenol <laughs> she was fine I was like oh it's great so eh, we all got past it you know I made the I made the decision to 
you know, put family first over the broadcast and it was the right call, but it was, I, I'll tell you what, it, it was the right call. It, I just felt so for, bad for everybody. Forced, well, I mean, obviously that would have made it easier if you were there without a doubt. What I will say is this. So the, the group that we had, the, um, fitness media collective, or is it media fitness collective? No, that's right. Yeah. They, those guys are real professionals. I mean, I, we've always known that Rothy and, and, and Barney and Charlie, those guys are professionals, but what was amazing was watching them work. I came down, I, I, I got into the hotel, came down to get something to eat. And I didn't even, I didn't even know that they were there and they were all sitting there meeting, trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to do the show now? Like, what are we going to do? Chase just effed us. <laughs> well, I mean, and, I mean, and they were literally going through every play by play person. Like, you know, I mean, Rothy's been in the business for decades. Oh yeah. He he's got the Rolodex. Everybody that's everybody. And so he's scrolling through his phone, trying to find somebody. And I know Sean was kind of on the hook and he, but he, he already had other things that were going on. And it was one of those things that's like, Hey man, we need to pull a favor here. And that's so that's how we were able to get Sean out. So, I mean, it ended up working out well, but those guys never broke stride to, to make sure that the right show was given to, you know, for those guys and for the event. It was, oh, yeah. man, they're amazing. I was stoked to be part of those guys yeah. without a doubt. I mean, they're it, amazing. imagine what would have happened if they weren't there. Oh my God. Like, You'd be you'd be you'd be broadcasting Waterpalooza by yourself again. I'll be doing. Well, I've, I've done that. I know. That's what I said again. You know what? I would just be like, "Hey, give me my lapel mic. Shirt's gonna come off. We're gonna start broadcasting." Like, yep. what's up? You're gonna been, have this like there, done that. tan line <laughs> strip over your chest where the where the mic where the mic cord is just suntanned into your body. Oh well, hey, uh, I'm glad you were there. I can think of obviously no one better. To come in and just replace Thanks, me, oh, then yeah, Sean. Yeah, you know, like who's coming in? Sean. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> you're welcome, Wadapalooza. <laughs> <laughs> the silky voice yeah. of Sean Woodland. Be the, amazing. We got upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> upgraded, but uh, you did a great job. It was I watched every second of it all four days, Thursday to Sunday. So it was. Uh, Fun to watch, obviously FOMO. I mean, you know, we both know what that feels like. So totally, yeah. Totally. But it was. Uh, I'm glad you guys got to be there. I'm glad Wadapalooza finally, after a decade, got the broadcast that it it needed to match the level of competition um, that it was. So here we are, and we, as we do so often and so well, are going to analyze the programming. <laughs> For Wadapalooza. But before we get there, we want to thank our partners of the show. Number one, Bub's Naturals. Bub's Naturals, I got my re-up package. It was on time. I was I was on my last scoop of MCT oil powder, and that son of a gun arrived just in time. So finally, Damn. I didn't have a lull <laughs> in between. <laughs> and, oh, man, it was great. I needed those coffees uh, during the week. So MCT oil powder collagen protein they got the apple cider vinegar gummies and just the combination of the three is a wonderful way to start your day you put that in your coffee you mix it up it's creamy it's good it's good for you it does amazing things for your health and fitness top to bottom go to bubsnaturals.com and use the code get with 20 for 20 percent off every order every time there's no minimum there's no maximum number of times you can use this you can use this all the time do yourself a favor get 20 percent off using that code get with 15 and the open bill is less than 
a month away. Yeah, we are T minus like thirty days or something 30 like that. Thirty days, and I'm not Crazy. ready because I, <laughs> I got knocked on my ass for two weeks. <laughs> um, I was hoping I was gonna like at least lose some weight, maybe make gymnastics a little easier. Hasn't happened yet. I'm still nope. the same. <laughs> just I worked out yesterday for the first time, and uh, we were doing like devil presses with thrusters, and I just I was like, oh my god, these feel so heavy. <laughs> these, Feels Dude. so heavy, but uh, the good thing is, is that I actually saw, uh, I saw a picture of Pat Vellner, and he was posting a picture of his fingers and his thumbs, and they were ripped to shreds. He's like, "Does anybody get these after devil presses?" I was like, "I don't, because I have the <laughs> best thumb tape in the world from Element Twenty Six. Element Twenty Six dot co. That is your one stop shop for all crossfit accessories that you need: thumb tape, wrist wraps, grips, knee sleeves, weight belts. They have it all." And if you go to element26.co and use the code GETWITH15, you get 15% off all U.S. orders. And if you don't want to rub your thumbs raw, like the champ did, Mr. Pat Vellner, wrap those suckers up because not only does it go on, it stays on, and it's super soft, and it has full mobility of your thumb. And as the open approaches, Bill, we need to make sure we have proof of these workouts because the quarterfinals and then the semifinals and then the games are on the horizon and the Wadproof app is something you want to use for that. But, Bill, they just dropped a massive bomb on a new feature on the app. Yeah, it's crazy. So the, already with their Pro Pack, they have all kinds of 12-week 12, 12 programs to improve whatever you might have a hole in with your game. Gymnastics, uh, rowing, your engine, your strength, if you're a master's athlete, whatever the whatever the situation would, would be, they have programs for you. And that was something that they had set up previous which was great i mean it was awesome you could you know set up uh competitions between yourself and other athletes that are on there you can go put your videos side by side just against someone so all of these really cool options but the one thing that they added which is amazing and they use some some ai stuff some artificial intelligence is this new program called bionic and what it is is a mobility program so you run through a test put your camera up and it marks where your knees are and your ankles and your wrists and your elbows and your shoulders and everything. It has you run through these uh, 10 tests, gives you a ranking uh, between zero and a hundred on each one of those. So it can come up with a plan for you based on what your issues are and then give you a daily uh, mobility plan. And what's so cool, cool is you can decide every single day if you need to, if you want to do a 10 minute, a 15 minute, a 30 minute, mobility segment and it will design it for you you don't have to think about it it tells you what pieces of equipment you need it even gives you sets up setups if you don't have any equipment so every single day you are now able to hit your specific issues and this is one of the things that's really really important i think with mobility is a lot of people will do mobility pieces yeah but it may not be the things that they need Maybe yeah, they have yeah. ankle flexibility issues, and and instead they of don't even know really what they spending have. some time there, they're just on the foam roller rolling their back out because that's uh, what everyone yeah, does yeah, is roll yeah. their back out, you know. So <laughs> me, <laughs> um, <laughs> so this is all in that pro pack. So the pro pack is nine ninety nine a month. Um, if you use our code, you get a twenty percent off the three month subscription with that. And I tell you what, that is a massive massive improvement and I can't uh, increase to what their program is so i've i've actually done it myself uh i'm already up on three days of the actual wow uh, now that's saying and I, and something that that does because i, I am 
the biggest proponent of mobility and, and stretching, especially as a master's athlete. And yet I am the worst <laughs> of doing that. My, my mantra for the most part is usually first rounds the warm up. Yeah. And that is so not a, uh, a, a good proactive response, uh, to, uh, to training. So if you guys want to get better and, and mobility is now an issue, that is now a hole that you can shore up using, uh, the waterproof go app. So make sure you use our code get with, and then you'll get that discount and you will be a hundred percent shored up and awesome. I'm so excited about that. I almost don't want to do it because I don't want it to tell me all my flaws that I think I don't have, <laughs> but what, a, well, I, what got, a cool, I got a couple a, scores and I was like, Hey, wait a minute. I actually, I, I thought I was better at that. Yeah. You're like, like, what, what, what you is this? About? I only got an 86 <laughs> on that. How dare you? Have you seen my ankle flexion? <laughs> Wad proof. Know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> I'm super excited about that. I can't wait to get onto that as well. Now that I'm back in the gym and back in action, that'll be one of the first things I do leading into the open as a, you know, as a baby masters. Although I'm approaching level two. You're approaching your your first your first, first Chevron real. on the old sleeve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be forty in November. I can't wait. I, I mean, it's running wait. down my arm right now. I got like all kinds of like, different you know, hashtags of the different marks. So it's like your jacket's getting heavy because of all the medals that you have hanging off. All the on the one arm. It's all on the left arm. Too. <laughs> all right. Well, we are here to analyze the programming of Wadapalooza. It was a four day event. It was an eight event weekend and as we always do the most important part about analyzing programming is determining what the purpose of the programming really was and what the purpose of the event was we analyze the open different than quarterfinals different than semifinals different than the crossfit games because they all have a different goal and purpose for wadapalooza the goal here bill and and you expand on this for me wadapalooza is wadapalooza fitness festival it's a celebration of fitness, and that is something that they put out there constantly. Like that is the in the forefront. We want the athletes to have fun. We want the fans to have more fun, and we want to make sure everybody's here for a party while having an amazing test of fitness. But its really overarching goal is to really celebrate life and fitness and everything that is about the community here. Yeah, they the the thing that they do, I think, really well because it's a. It is a very large undertaking for what they're doing, and, and it's trying to come up with events that you can use between your elite-level athlete, your RX, your intermediate, your scale, then mm, also use them mm, for the masters, and then right. also use those for the adaptive divisions, and also use those for the age group divisions, um, so that you don't have virtually 47 different competitions <laughs> going on at one yeah. time. Yeah. You have 47 different divisions doing the same eight events. And I, they, they, I think to get that, you have to obviously be varied. Yeah. Um, for them, this particular year, this is their tenth year, and so they really wanted to do a throwback to all of the the for the overall decade of what they've done. So a lot of these events have either been tweaks on past events or old events that they brought back again, mm -hmm. uh, or some of the qualifiers or whatever, or had um, uh, like a like a tip of the hat to an old event that they've done in the past. Yeah. So that I think to get all of that stuff together, um, they really did a good job of, you know, bringing in fun equipment, um, some different types of things, some different mixes that you don't normally see mm -hmm. um, in their different, uh, in the, in, in oh, just varying competitions in overall. Uh, but I think they did a really good job. And again, it wasn't a trying to find the fittest on the planet. Right. And that's something that we have to always 
kind of come back to is did the events showcase what it was trying to do? And I think what they were trying to showcase was look at all of these people that we could all have compete, look at all of them compete at their level appropriately, mm -hmm. and then let's have them do some fun things that represent what we've been for the last 10 years. And yeah. I think that overall, the overall arching goal of that, I think was achieved. And, you know, we'll get to the end after we uh, look at all the different events for that. But I think yeah. they did a great job of that. Absolutely. And you think about that, and th that's a great way to really help people understand too, is like, we're going to analyze the programming of the, the elite division, but there are how many different divisions are there? I, I mean, I joke at saying 47, but it's got to be it, there's it, a lot. Like it, you yeah. go on competition corner and you have to scroll right. through the event. Yeah, the exactly. The exactly. It's like, for. oh, my gosh. You like you can scroll up hard and it would still keep going like some type of going. wheel of fortune <laughs> thing. Um, and, and that is important to understand, too, is that it's the programming here and then how they adapt it to all the divisions that they have there, like almost 3000 athletes in attendance while doing that and that is a part of how they need to program and set up the weekend um but in the end when you're looking at the elite individual side is that they're also putting up a hundred thousand dollars for the winner so it should be a hundred thousand so it still better be a pretty balanced test if you know if you're shelling out this and, and especially from the athlete's perspective right you would assume that the fittest person is still going to win this event. And if I believe I'm that person, then the programming should reflect that fairly well because of what you're putting out there as my prize at the end of the weekend. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we start with event number one. This was Thursday. And this is a takeoff of, uh, you know, <laughs> the classic Castro fingerprint of a 2223 interval that first came to be in 2017 and then it reared its head in 2021 and Wadapalooza took the same format and added a minute to all of those sections so it was 3 minutes 3 sets of 3 minutes with a 4 minute at the end with a 1 minute break in between the buy-in was 75 heavy double unders 25 med ball ghd sit-ups and then they had this flip sled where they would flip it down and back how, how how far down was it? Or was so, it a number of flips? Uh, for the individuals, it was distance. For the team, it was number. Okay. And 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 this is one of those <laughs> things that um, you know, when I when I was saying earlier about how a lot of these events, like they they want to do, they want to do the right thing. So they're all they're always really trying to push that. And a lot of times when you do that, you take a you take a bigger bite yeah. than you're really able to swallow. And so there were some things that would happen. And one of the things was trying to figure out for the teams, is it number or is it distance? Right. And I was calling the individuals. It was distance. The teams, I realized partway through that all of a sudden that now was number, which right. could kind of change what your strategy is, you know, depending mm -hmm. um, what you're trying to do. But the, and the other thing was this, they also made, they switched the distance and the weight. I mean, literally right before the event. Oh, so originally it was going to be, uh, I think it was 180 feet. So 90 feet down, 90 feet back. Okay. Um, and it was 500. And then I think it was like, uh, 320 or something like that on yeah. the sled. They upped the weight to 580, oh. 380, and then went 120 feet down and 120 feet back. So they made it heavier and longer, heavier and longer. Oh yeah. And that was like right at the time. Interesting. Right. I mean, right before. I mean, it has I, no effect on the athletes because they didn't get to touch it until they got there, anyways. Right. Right. But like, but what they did is they, 
originally when they were playing with it, they looked at the pig flip that was at the mm -hmm. games. Uh, um, and they wanted to see, okay, what is that going to look like? How easy was it to flip? Um, who was having problems with that? And that's where I was getting even a lot of my data when I was trying to figure out right. how many flips would they get? How long would it take? Okay. Uh, this, this sled is shorter. And so now all of a sudden that angle is going to be a little bit different. Oh. And a lot of the athletes are saying like 500 pounds, like, eh, it's no big deal. Yeah. Well, it's also Whereas easier to grab like, too. Oh, totally. I, mean, I love the flip it. sled. I think that, yeah. that, that turned out way better than I had anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty it sweet. Was a, I, I will say this. I, it was a really good event. I know everyone was looking at the flip sled. It was interesting seeing on the women's side how like the, the heavy double unders got to be okay. an issue in round three. Yeah. So, uh, but that flip, I mean, you look at this and all you see is flip sled and it, yeah. it was a very, it was a really unique event. It really was. As far as spectacle and something fun for the athletes to do something new. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool to see. Cool to watch. You, you said bite off more than you can chew a little bit earlier. And I think the only thing I have when I'm looking at this is that buy-in, I think was a touch too much. That Well, on the teams, definitely. Well, the teams for sure. The individuals yeah. handled it <clears throat> fairly well, which is funny because they did med ball GHD sit-ups on the individuals, but not for the teams, but they did a hundred right. <laughs> heavy double unders, right? So it's like, how is it worse? Like you don't even have a med ball. But <laughs> when you look at say a buy-in format, when the, when the goal, it really is the flip sled, right? It just looked like not, obviously not for the best athletes there, but that buy-in was just a hair, a hair too much for the majority of them where it was like, can I just get through this and maybe get to my sled? As opposed to like, let's have a flip sled race. Uh, um, see, you know, uh, for me, I, I actually felt that everyone, for the most part, was able to handle it the way they should have handled it. What's, what's really unique when you have um, the way Wadapalooza, when they do their qualifiers, everyone does a qualifier and mm. the top group gets put into the elite and they have your, your invites. They, they, they rank you, the, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, guys like, you know, uh, uh, Guy was one was a champ in the RX division, right? You know, Bethany Shadburn was a champ in the RX division, and then they kind of made their way up into the elite division. But you watch these elite athletes in there, and it was kind of interesting. Uh, on the bottom end of that, it's like, why are all you guys having so many problems with the with the double unders with right. that with that heavy rope? Yeah. But then yeah. you look at the upper tier. So I could see your point to like, and that's what I was saying for the lower for the lower tier mm -hmm. because it would then what it would have been it would have been the entire field. Was really, was really battling on the flip side. Right. And on the upper levels, that didn't really happen until you got to the upper levels. Now, everyone's kind of coming off the GHC at about the same time. Yeah. And they get into the flip sled. And this but thing I, I is like, you, I wanted the flip sled to be the, I want people's action on the flip sled to be the separator, not the buy-in. Yeah. I, you know, but, it, but here's what it did do. It did force, it forced them to go faster than they probably really wanted to uh, on okay. the buy-in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it made it matter. At the end, they, they get that last minute. They get that extra minute on that fourth round. That's a good point. And it was a very drastic difference from the first round <laughs> to that last round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a massive difference to where, I mean, you're seeing people kneeling down. They'll stop on the jump rope, and all of a sudden, they'll bend, they'll be bending over. I mean, they're just, they're, I mean, That really heavy flopped. rope is no joke. Yeah. Like that thing is exhausting. Fast. It hits you that fast. Like everyone <laughs> in the first round, like, oh, pff, heavy rope, whatever. It's not even a big deal. It really wasn't. Yeah. 
I, and I just, and I, I even commented, I'm like, you know, that, that rope is really nothing for most of these athletes. And then you get to that last round and you're like, now all of a sudden that rope is something. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, with all, all the stuff you had to do and that's, you know how it is a minute rest right. is like the fastest minute rest on the planet. The fastest minute is the minute rest between rounds. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. And rest, right? Three, two, one, go. And you're like, what? I just got, I barely <laughs> walked back here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I, I thought it was great. It was a great way to start. And oh, yeah. it, it, it was one of those setups where the race it's not that it's super fast, so there's a lot of like anticipation of built oh, up yeah, uh, yeah, angst yeah. as you're calling it and watching it, because you can only flip those things so fast. It was there was but great, man. See them in, you know, it was awesome. Great races. The teams' races were, I mean, all weekend, man. Yeah, that was that was funny because like that was the event to call. Like, <laughs> yeah, those women team races between um, Krieger oh, and uh, Mayfem. Yeah, if well, you guys was, haven't seen that, go back and watch it. That was that was great. That was an unreal race. But no, super fun event. I love the flip sled. I actually, I was like, man, I kind of want one of those now. Because <laughs> like we come from the old school training of tire flipping. The yep. problem with that is yep. like they're all old truck tires, and there is no like you don't know how much they weigh. The densities are all weird depending on how it's worn out, and if it's a little thinner, it's like a seventy pound difference, even though they look the same. So like, and you can't really <laughs> roll that into the gym. Now I don't know where you put it, but I I do like that more than the pig because you can also adjust the weight. So I thought that was a really cool piece of equipment. It was awesome um, and a super fun event. Then we go to event number two. This is the Echo on Fran, which I was like, oh, how can we make Fran worse? Usually it's go lighter. That's that that'll make it worse. <laughs> but now we're like, okay, let's just throw the echo bike in there. And this was at burner. It's uh, not super, super fast because of the bike. The the weight's 135 and 95. So it's 2159. Thrusters at 135 and 95. Chest bar pull-ups and then a calorie echo bike. This is just a classic CrossFit workout. Something they have in, like you said before, is like they're pulling from their past when they're programming this kind of thing. Yeah. And it was, you're right. It's like how, if you're having a quote unquote CrossFit event, how can you not have something that has a friend type event in it? So 2159, you have your thrusters, you have your pull-ups and they brought in the echo bike when they did this before. Mm -hmm. And so again, it's just that throwback to that event and yeah, gross. Yeah. It is gross. <laughs> yeah. This know? is gross. I mean, I, I like if if I was doing this event, then it would be like, okay, well, I'm going to be breaking up the thrusters a bunch. Chest mm -hmm. bar, okay, that's my rest. And then I could actually try to get busy on the echo bike. Those, <laughs> yeah. The top end athletes, I mean, they're doing, dude, they're going for all of it unbroken or max one break, if right. anything. And if you do that, it's like, okay, you took the break. That means you need to go extra hard now on the echo yep, bike. Yep. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was a very, it, it was exactly what it was supposed to be. Right. It, it's, it's an ugly, but everybody knows it, and everybody can has experienced it, and everyone knows exactly how it feels, no matter what level of athlete you are. Mm -hmm. And it's a great way to start. I mean, we started off with that flip sled, something different. Yep. And we went right back to classic right after that. Yeah. And it was awesome. And as far as a test, like that's just a we're just like we're testing your fitness and your toughness. Oh, totally. Really. Yeah. Like, we're, let's see your grit. Let's yeah. see it. Like if you're, you can't be one or the other and be successful. Like you can be super right. fit, but if you're not tough, that bike is going to eat you alive. You could right. be the toughest person in the world, but if you're not super fit, you're not going to be able to utilize that. 
No. So, yeah, I thought <laughs> no. it was a cool test. Um, I do have this question for you because Adrian Conway brought this up. Yeah. Um, because when we looked at the bike, you're like, okay, this is just all nasty, but there was still some like, you know, slog through it, not push through it at, at certain times. But what would your thoughts be on a 21.15.9 of the heavy thrusters and pull-ups, chest bar and then you just do 45 straight cows on the echo bike? At the end. At the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, wh- what I see on that is just where, y- where you decide. Yeah. It would all be about saving for the echo bike because that's where you have to, empty. I mean, you have to have maximum power output there. You can't gauge that one anymore. So mm-hmm. you'd be really gauging. So I would see a, a whole, there would be, to, I would think a lot of breaking up on the thrusters. Chest of bar, not so much. Like the chest of bars for this level of athlete. 21, 15, really, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like not even a big deal. That's your active rest. Um, but the thrusters, you would see a lot more breakups mm-hmm. to where they could get on the bike and then just head down and hammer the hell out of that thing. Um, in this one, it's like now it became it becomes, all right, how am I going to, I have to go hard on the 21. Mm-hmm. I need to not go too hard on the 15 so uh, that I can yeah. empty the tank on the nine. Yeah. And that's where it was interesting seeing some of the athletes run like, uh, um, uh, uh, geez, oh, man, not, not Emma McQuaid, um, Ellie Turner. Oh yeah. When she was on that, she was moving so quickly on her transitions mm-hmm. between those three movements. And that's in this event, that's what you would have to do. Cause you can, you can ride the throttle a little bit, a little bit on yeah. the movements, right? But then you can't do that on the transition. You have to keep <laughs> moving, and and you yeah. can definitely see the ones that were like, "Oh shit, that I went way too hard." Then they'd be walking back to the next piece because they're oh, like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. "I can't breathe right now." Yeah, you know. So, which um, um, but it it would be a great it would be a great event. It would be a different event though, I think. Well, and, and then that's this is my next question is which one actually you think would involve more strategy. Because my initial one, I was like, oh, option two, because there's just like, okay, how do I play this? How do I maximize my 21-15-9 and then also the 45 cows? But then I'm what? like, but the other, like the way you were talking about the the, the other one, I was like, which one? Or I, I think I think there's more strategy in the first style, the original style that they have set up here. Yeah. I think that the way that Adrian has it set up, and I mean, Adrian's a beast, so you know he's like yeah. power output guy, so he, that's why he wants that, because yeah, then all right. the athletes <laughs> that are not the full-blown power output, they're like, all right, well, then I'm I'm going to get crushed. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, I could do all of 2115, are you? I could do none of the 21-15-9. Right. You could do that and then get on the bike, and then you'd still beat me because I wouldn't be able to put the wattage into that bike mm-hmm. that someone with the big old power pushes that someone yeah. like Adrian has on there. You know what I mean? So, it would definitely nullify the gymnastics even more than it 100%. already were. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you know, we did we did the – this is still a power output event. Mm-hmm. I think it evens the floor a little bit because, like, um, the first event, if you were not very strong, you were having a very difficult time on that flip sled. Yeah. So I think if we look at this first day, the way that it's, I like the way it's set up here better than like doing 2159 and then dumping 45 calories um, on yeah. the echo bike at the end. Yeah. Um, I think that would just kind of lend itself to one def- one specific athlete on that first day for sure if we did that. Yeah. But still ugly. Jeez, oh man. Yeah. Ugh, I was like, it. I like it. 
I wouldn't. I wouldn't hate seeing something like that, and just how athletes would approach it. So, yeah, uh, that totally. was that was the end of day one. Great races again, just great races all weekend long. Um, <clears throat> we wake up for day number two, and the uh, we have the MIA for Miami Bar Complex, three 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 hang cleans. You can squat or power front squats, and then shouldered overhead, and then two 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 one one one. The loading increased. It went 275, 295, 315. And for the women, it was 185, 195, 205. But the big kicker that threw everyone for a loop is that this time it was with those short bars. <laughs> and the, the other part of that is I think, um, I think Boz had mentioned this one time. He says that he feels like it's all, it's like placebo. And I was like, then you need to use a heavier short bar. <laughs> yeah, placebo, nothing. It's like yeah. you don't have enough weight on your bar for it that thing. It legitimately to bend and makes a world of difference between an Olympic barbell normal length at these max weights. I mean, these are heavy weights, and then you put the short bar. And then the kicker was they didn't have these in the warm up area. So the way you warmed up, and then you got to the competition floor, you're like. This weight feels 30 pounds heavier than it did in the warm-up area. And that An easy way crushed people. Oh, man. An easy way to see kind of the difference is if you're a male athlete and you grab the female bar, the 15-kilogram bar, and you load up your regular amount of weight on that and mm. feel the flex of that bar mm -hmm. and how much assi assistance you get with that. That's the difference here. But now you don't get that assistance. It's going the other way. Right. So if we were to have a... Uh, if you are normal, I mean, all, it was incredible to watch the number of, and I'm talking on the individuals and even on the team side of Teams athletes were. missing lifts. We saw Rich Froning miss lifts. He did you know, a 275-pound clean to start things off, and I was like, why did that look like 365? Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it was it was no joke. Like that was that definitely was a tweak in the mix if you if you don't have that experience with working with that heavy that mm -hmm. heavy bar I, I i tell you what it was you know this was a air quoted for sure a speed ladder you know mm. kind of a yeah. kind of a thing as you go right but not really right. because it's like the longest i mean what was the time frame on that 10 it what was the time frame 10 minutes uh i think seven five minutes five minutes Oh, you're right. Five minute cap. Five yeah. minutes, five minute time cap. And it was the longest five minutes <laughs> watching these athletes go through there. It's like, I mean, if you, when you watch it, you felt every single one of those lifts. Mm -hmm. Now I think that the weights were perfect because that's exactly what we want is to yes. see yes. athletes that don't just joke their way through it. It's like, they actually had to go, okay, let me really think about this one before I go to lift it mm -hmm. and then attack it. And I yeah. thought that I thought it was awesome. I really liked this strength test. Me too. Um, I would have totally. I would have liked them to do the athletes a favor and have short bars in the warm up area because I feel like that really <laughs> did that really did put some people at a disadvantage. Like, because I feel like it made the strongest people even stronger because it was not as much of an effect. Whereas, like, if you at least had some experience, you could navigate that a little bit more than just on the fly. And maybe yeah. that's some of that unknown, unknowable element on accident. I don't think they did that on purpose to be like, oh, well, you know, prepare right. for the, <laughs> you know, whatever. But 
Um, as far as a test, and I, you know, we've we've said this before in many different podcasts about strength tests, is that I would rather see something like this than a one-off max lift. Totally for for, an, for a truncated event schedule like this with eight events, and one of them is just a pure max lift test. I was like. That's getting right on the fringe of not enough events to balance something like that out. But with this format, like you said, it was not just a one-off. Like, you had to be fit and strong to survive or at least top five in an event like this. Yeah, and it, and it really does give – it gives everyone an opportunity to get in there. I mean, there, there are going to be some some fences where some people get stuck, and that, that just is what it is. Mm -hmm. But it also is set up in a way to where – I mean, the stronger athletes are going to be able to get through it, yeah. and they did. Um, I, even with the strongest athlete, I, it's not like anyone went through that as if it was a joke. Like they all had to work. I mean, for they it. worked their ass and, off, but Anthony Davis looked it, pretty chill out there. I, well, <laughs> Although I mean, he can a, snatch three thirty-five, so. dude. Yeah. He's a very big dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? That um, dude was built for that. But even like you know, you have athletes like Phil Toon. Same thing. I mean, Dude. He, he did that. He did that last 315 snap, yes. uh, uh, that split jerk. Like it was no big deal. And he came back afterwards like, oh, I like heavy barbells. Okay. And you showed that. Right. But what it did, this was not like if you would have had them out there, okay, who's going to lift the most? And it's Anthony Davis and Phil Toon. Then Anthony Davis, it's like automatically kind of gets yeah, right. the benefit on that. Whereas here, now it's like, okay, great. It's still mother f and heavy mm -hmm. but now you have now you have the speed element to it yeah, yeah and so the people where it was a pure strength event okay it was that the people who could handle the weight now it became a race and right. that's what i think that's what i think you know and we've talked about that i like that version of proving your strength that way rather than just a what can you hit on a one rep right and I think Phil Tune is a great example because if you ask me who got second in that I don't know what place he ended up getting but like you would you would look at Anthony Davis like, yeah, you look like you would win that event. Yep. But then you look at Phil too, and you're like, how did you do that, dude? That guy is strong. so strong. God, it dang. is wild. That guy, you know, he is Ant Man. <laughs> dude. But yeah, uh, dude. again, when you, when we think about a good test of fitness with strength as the priority and something fun to watch and something fun for the athletes to do, I think they hit another great great test here. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. All right, and then we moved to the Bayside Chipper. I mean, anything you do at Bayside is going to be fun to watch. But, you know, chippers, those ropes and the scaffolding and the lighting. So here's what we got. We got 48 box jump overs at 24 and 20. 24 kettlebell front rack step overs. The kettlebell weights are 62 pounds in each hand, 44 in each hand. Eight rope climbs, six for the women. 24 burpee box jump overs. And then 48 kettlebell deadlifts. As far as this goes, I love all of it, except for the end. The deadlifts? Yeah. And it's not because it's deadlifts for those guys listening. <laughs> but he's like, okay, we have box jump overs. We have step overs. We've got rope climbs. We've got burpee box jump overs. And then like 48 deadlifts, which nobody had to take a break and just race to the finish line. I was like, there wasn't uh, – I would have liked to see something else. Like, uh, the the teams had those dual kettlebell snatches. Gosh, I'm like, those were those were nuts. Those were nuts and nasty. But like, I was like, why didn't we have something similar to that on the individual side? I just felt like once you got to the burpee box jump overs, that was it was kind of settled. 
Like nobody got really passed or or lost it by the time you get to again. Now this is being super nitpicky, but I would have I would have personally liked there to be something a little different there at the end than just that because that that wasn't like the the race was over after the burpee box jump overs. Um, I I think plus there's some ugly ass. I, I, I don't out necessarily there. disagree with that. I mean, it seems like a. It's especially for this, especially for it's this nitpicky. level of of athlete. Like when you have them doing kettlebell deadlifts, it's like if my gym did that different. It, these guys, it's, like, it's, it's not almost the same. like it's almost like saying, "Okay, we're going to race air squats at the end." Yes, you know, it's, I mean, I mean it, you're going to get like, tired. It's not going to be yeah. easy. And but. I and I think the idea is, you know, when it was designed and it was tested, it was okay. We want to have, it, so it's a pyramid. You go up, you go yeah. up, kind of up the right. up the ladder, down the ladder. With the backside being a faster version of whatever the front side is, so you have your box jump overs. They're pretty quick. I mean, it's not very mm. difficult. Um, it was only twenty four inches, so not a big deal. The kettlebell step overs. Okay, that was a pain in the ass right. for sure. Yeah, um, you could see people struggling through that. I mean, you saw a couple athletes. You know, they bailed. They bailed. Well, down they just, Pepper they almost it. killed Dallin himself. Pepper went down on that one. <laughs> I know. Um, so now your heart rate is up. Mm -hmm. um, you get into the rope climbs, those, those athletes who didn't have the rope climbs, they got smoked right. and the ones that did, they all kind of were able to make their moves there. And then burpee box jump over. So now it's like, okay, the box jump over, it takes more time, Yeah. but it's, it's, uh, there's a lot more movement to it. So you know, you're not weighted, but it's a lot more movement. You're bouncing all over the place. And it's again, one of those things that if you're doing the step overs, the dumbbell step overs you're baiting and trying to pace a certain way. Yeah. The burpee box jump purpose, you're unweighted. So there is no time to pace. So on those last right. 60, 60, what is that? Uh, 72 so it's reps, 24 and then 48. Yeah. It's like, now you have to completely throttle down. You cannot mm, stop. And okay. they go straight from that right into the deadlift. So I, yeah. I it is, it is, it might seem a little elementary, I guess on the movement. I think now it's just, it's trying to have, whereas we had a very slow sluggish race the yeah. first day on the, uh, the flip on the, on the, the flip sled. Mm -hmm. Now it's completely opposite where now it's like that, 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 and here's the speed of the reps that are going down and right. who's going to be able to hold that all the way through. And they've already done all this other stuff and bam, hit the button yeah. and try to get through. No, that's a good point. Um, I, I you know, again, could it have been written differently? hundred percent. Well, every, doubt workout could be totally. run a little differently but i mean it, it, well what, what do you think what if it, what if they would have flip flopped the whole thing um like go the other direction yep so you start at the deadlifts and end with the box jump or and, yeah and end with the box jump overs um would that look any different to you yeah i guess it would i just it was one of those like instead of well the other thing is like we did burpee box jump overs but we started with box jump overs yeah like I feel like you could have done the kettlebell snatches there. I mean, there was uh, true. I right? I don't know why the kettlebell snatches weren't in this one, and they were with the teams. And that, um, that's the thing, because I, I, I the kettlebell snatches was gnarly for the teams, but it was pretty sweet. Like, I'll tell you what, yeah, like that was, and again, you know, we talk about elementary movements in this one. If you could, if you put that anywhere in here, I mean. Mm -hmm. Put it in the put it in the in the beginning. Put it yeah. at the end wherever you want. Like that's definitely going to be a a movement. So I I could see a it reason. It would have wowed this. It would have right. wowed it. Yeah, yeah. Like 
obviously it's it's really easy to sit back and critique after the fact. I understand oh, totally. that. But watching it, I was just kind of like, ah, oh, I would have, I couldn't easily just be like, fix this and this would have been good. But, you know. I will say, I will say if they would have. Because then I don't the, know uh, what you would have done for 48. More kettlebell work? No. All right. Well, what about this? What if they would have put the 24 double dumbbell or double kettlebell snatches okay. on the burpee box jump overs and then walked right into the kettlebell deadlifts? Yeah. Well, I was saying is like, I'm okay, I'm okay with that. But then it's just like, that's a lot of kettlebell grip work, but then that would have made the deadlifts harder, harder because um, you would have gone rope climbs. Yes. Pull. To, you would have gone, you would have gone step overs with the weights to rope climbs to kettlebell snatches to deadlifts. Yeah. Jeez. Oh man. That's a lot of, wow. yeah, exactly. And then now but we're that's talking not a about bad like, thing. No, it's see, but not. That's not necessarily a bad thing either. It's a lot of pulling though. The, the other reason why I see they didn't do that is because of the, the final that they had lined up for them. True. Which they did enough of those movements. <clears throat> <laughs> but we'll get there. But th it was super fun. The races were fantastic. Oh yeah. On the individual side, because like it, like in the way it was called, it was great. It was a great event, super fun to watch. Again, looking back at the purpose of behind all this programming to start with, being a good quality test, but being super fun for the athletes and super fun to watch. Check, check, check. Totally. I'm just being nitpicky. That's okay. That's all right. I mean, and that's that's one of the fun things about about what we do with this. It's like. You get to see it, and then there's like always a way of what's a, what's a different iteration, and I think that's going to be really important when we get to the last event. And yes, we'll get there. We'll talk about that, but um, but I yeah, I still think that was, I think it was fun to watch. Oh, I totally super get fun. what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's like I mean, how much how much distance can you make on kettlebell deadlifts with an elite level athlete? Not much yet. Mm, right. There were some because, you know, some people do that whole back arch thing where they got to stand up and they go completely like, oh, yeah, 35 degrees the other way. And other ones are like coming right. To or the line, did they not stand up all the way or to 35 degrees up all the way? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's switch this camera angle. <laughs> there's the number one rule in the broadcast. If there's kettlebell deadlifts, nothing should be shot from the side. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Totally. Just so people have nothing to complain about. All right, so we start off day number three with run, or sorry, row, swim, run. I mean, straightforward, 2,500-meter row, 250-meter swim, 2,000-meter run. They, you know, they rowed at Tina Hills. They got in the water. They swam over to Bayside and then ran in front of the crowd on the assault runners. The Honestly, great event. I just think they got too cute with the numbers and forgot that 250 meters of swimming, which I don't think it was, is just inconsequential to the event like way they, too short they needed that that needed to be way 500 that just it that needed to be 500 like if you if you wanted it to be in the same time frame as the row like the row those assault rowers there's no damper setting um did you get to get on any of those and just see how they felt no nah, i didn't have i didn't have a it's weird man like it was almost it it's was a different it's a different row there's almost really no point to rowing any faster because you don't really get you don't get really anything out of it. It's like riding yeah. an assault bike, right? Like the assault bike doesn't have a damper setting. The faster you go, the more resistance you get. The rower is a little bit the same way. Like you can row faster, but there's no damper setting. So you just kind of get set in this thing. And, you know, that row pace will say it's taking people on average eight minutes. 
right? Uh, eight to 10, depending on your row skill set. The swim is like half that, maybe. Yeah. And then the run, the same, eight to 10 minutes. Right. And I was like, you have eight to 10, eight to 10, and then you have like three to four three right to there five. in the middle, right? <laughs> And I get it. It's like, okay, 2,500 meters on the rower. And then we got 250 on the swim. So the numbers look cute. And then we have the 2,000 meter run. So we have got like this, you know, and the women were 2,000, 250, 2,000, which I don't know why you do less on the rower, but not on the, but that swim just needed to be longer. Like if you really wanted it to be a balanced across the board, I would have, I w- I'm not saying you had to, I would have liked the swim to be longer, to be the same time frame as the other two elements of this event. I think that uh, if I am correct, I believe this is the shortest swim they've ever had. And they've always had a swim at the Wadapalooza competition. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if doing the swim was only because that's just what the distance that they could get set the way it was set up the entrance and then in you know and, yeah. then, and then coming up on on the bayside uh venue uh or what but i i i feel like it it missed the point with that we're trying yeah. to do basically like uh the wadapalooza triathlon right and they've always had a swim and they always have athletes like they have multiple Failed rounds it. of swimming at that distance. So totally, they've, that's what they, that's what I mean. Like they've this is, is a, as far as a single piece. Well, that's the that's the entire part of that entire element. Yeah, it's the shortest one that they've ever done. Right, and they not that they need to always increase every single year, but there no. has to be a limit of what you're trying to achieve. And I agree on this one. Like I I love the event for what it is. Yeah. Um. I I I, I that'd I be my it. event. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally 100%. sign me up. <laughs> um, but you know, for the athletes where, I mean, you, you can't make your move now. I mean, right. I, it, what's funny is you still kind of can make your move. You even, can like, even yeah. with these, these, with these level of athletes, which seems like you shouldn't be able to do it. You know, what's really weird is even at 250 meters, the athletes got all out of whack. As far as like where they were supposed to be going, yeah. So, so many, on the, how many buoys the, I saw cut on the guys, <laughs> uh, on the guys like uh, oh. ho- uh, hoppers going off and uh, he's going out to sea one way, Cliff Sagers, <laughs> yeah, you know, swimming up against the rocks over here, and everyone's following, and it's like a bunch of lemmings <laughs> all jumping off the cliff, and I'm like, I have no idea where these guys are going I right know. now. <laughs> you know. That was funny where to watch. That? But it was uh, I I was bummed that they didn't that they didn't have a longer swim. I, again, love the event, love yeah, what it is. Yeah. But you're in Miami. Put them out in the water longer than well, that. Like if you're gonna I, do a swim event, important. do a swim. Make them swim. Yeah. Yeah. Make them swim. So. Yeah. All right. That was the morning, and then we come to the night, and this is probably my favorite event of the weekend, just from a. What I like to do <laughs> personally, yeah. and really what it was is a test, and it was the Celebrate 10 event. It was five rounds, 15 handstand push-ups, five overhead squats at 205 and 125, into five rounds of five ring muscle-ups, into 15 overhead squats at 115 and 80. So less reps on the squats, heavier weight, more reps on the squats, lighter weight. And we talked about this going into it. It's like this is probably the 
this is the number one event I want to try of all the ones that they program. Yeah. The flip sled I want to try just because it's something new. But classic CrossFit, great way to race, looked cool, looked fun to do. Like from an athlete perspective, I'm like, I can't wait to do this one. Because sometimes there's events like Echo Fran or whatever. You're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man, I can't wait. I can't wait to pour that that, that burning acid yeah. all over my body. That's like awesome. Oh, <laughs> this is going to suck. Like event one, I was like, man, I can't wait to do this. This is gonna be great. Event two, you're like, oh, kill me. Event three, you're like, shit, that's heavy. That wasn't very fun. Or it is heavy and it's super fun. Run, swim, yeah. bike, whatever, or row. Like, okay, in the water, something new. This one, you're like, I this is just like this is what I do cross it for is fun stuff like this. I thought it was, it made for great races. The numbers I thought were perfect for what they were. The weights were, were great. Like it was just a fun, great test. This is, they did a great job with this one. I, I yeah, I agree hundred percent. It was, it's not only written cool, um, but there's a, there is so much strategy that can go into this and so many different ways to play it so that depending on who you are and what kind of athlete you are, all kinds of different versions and, and ideas of things to do. I mean, mm -hmm. it really is, it really is a five round race with a five round buy-in. Yeah. Right. And it, you know, you know, as far as like how you want to set yourself up for that second part, because I mean, you know, again, these are good athletes. And you saw handstand push-ups. I mean, everyone can do 15. Right. It's the it's the last two rounds where it's like, whoa, that got dicey. And now all of a sudden you blew your shoulders out. Now it's <laughs> like you're looking at the rings and it's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know. Um, but I I thought it was I thought it was really creative. Uh the way they designed it. Um, you know, the way they kept it overhead squats on both ends. Mm -hmm. Uh the you're you're right, the the weights were just perfect it was just enough right. on every single one of those to to force you to go quickly to have you go okay do i want to snatch that up i can i think i Should can I? <laughs> is it going to be the safest move am i really going to be am i going to lose that much if i go a wide grip clean and jerk right and get it up overhead yeah. you know and, and so there was a lot of different ways and i just that was really fun to watch and i mean yeah. in, in you know for me and you looking at strategies and stuff i mean it was really fun to see how many different ways you could come at this event and you're right i think as far as programming and design and look and fun to call, fun to do, fun to strategize. Mm -hmm. This is the best one that they that they yeah. did all weekend. It was, was cool. Yeah, it was a great race. I mean, and great event. Like like you said, the numbers were beautiful. The balance between heavy and light, or high volume and low. The skill sets of gymnastics, and the fact that you had like okay, you did a hundred total overhead squats combined, and then you did a hundred yeah. total gymnastics combined. Like, just, mm. yeah, that was great. Just, yeah, very, this is one of those programmed events that I see and have now added to my repertoire of ways to program certain things. Oh, yeah. Like, that That was good. Now, as yeah, much as I'm gushing it, over this, it'll balance out later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't all know right. if I should hold up all the text messages I got from you. Oh, uh, my what, God. What talking about. Uh, we'll get to that one. We'll get to that one. All right. So coming into the last day of competition now, it rained, which had an effect on what the programming was. But 
Oh, I felt so embarrassed. I was doing a recap on the Cross It Games podcast, and I said the name of this event, and I read it for what I had, it, that it's written. And I said, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> that, did, you, did you say it like this? I was saying, oh, call Maryland. this one. We call this here event Dale. We call this number nine or number four. I don't know what number <laughs> it was. Three. So it's spelled D A L E. There's no like insignia or whatever that stupid thing is on the end of the E. <laughs> but apparently, this event is not called Dale. <laughs> this event is called Dale. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> Y'all, we're going to do oh. that Dale. We're going to do that Dale workout. I mean, it doesn't rock. Okay. It doesn't help that I have a trucker hat and a mustache while we're doing, right. this, while we're doing this recording. But to be fair, this is an elimination style race. So Dale wasn't that far off as far as like, you know, rubbing is racing. I'm just gonna, you know, throw that out there. I don't watch okay. NASCAR and I never, you know, but yeah. I was like, Dale and Conway was like, What did you say? I was like, Oh no. <laughs> it's the whitest thing I've ever done on a podcast. <laughs> but okay, so Dale is yeah. an elimination style event. And round one was everyone. Round two, they cut to 20. Round three, they cut to 10. It was a 60-foot handstand walk done in 30-foot unbroken segments. 90-foot sandbag bear hug carry at one at 200 and 150. Programmed initially was a 300-foot shuttle run, then sandbag carry, then handstand walk. Now, it rained, and there was a decision to be made to not do the shuttle run on the matting which is a decision that they decided to make. And they decided to do 20 burpees facing a line instead, which I, I believe drastically changed the event, not for the worse. Um, I would have liked to have seen a different movement there um, because when you looked at this event on paper when it was initially programmed, you're like, well, who's going to like differenti differentiate themselves from the pack here? Like who doesn't screw it up? And I was like, oh, that's not really a thing. So the burpees added a big fitness element to it. Um, I would have loved to have seen, since it was 60, 90, and then 300, I would have loved to have seen if they were going to change it at all to six sandbag cleans in the middle. Because now it's like, okay, we're testing your gymnastics, high skill, high intensity, high speed, high precision. You're doing the sandbag carry, which is interference. And then the, the drop down actually liked, even though they added that for safety. I, I was like, oh, yeah, drop it. Now, clearly, you got behind the line. Pick it up again. And then six cleans, like, now it's strength under intensity and pressure. So you, ha you had a little bit of element of everything. But, they, you know, the burpees were the burpees. Uh, I love the number scheme. Yeah. I, so, so originally, they were going to be doing this on uh, Tina Hills. Oh, I'm so glad they changed it. Yeah, so it was going to be on Tina Hills, and it was going to be everybody, and then the semifinal round, and then the mm -hmm. finals round, and they would kind of run everyone through there. It, I saw that event with some of the other divisions, like in the in the RX division. Yeah, um, very tight, very tight, Here's and they were doing the shuttle run. <laughs> um, it was crazy. So with the when the storm came in, shut everything down. You know, they were they were looking at not doing certain events, and are they going to cut some out, or what are they going to do? Mm -hmm. And then they decided, okay, well, instead of running these heats like this, 
we're going to do one shot and then we'll get the, you know, we'll get the final group in the top 10 scores. Um, we'll get We'll get them in there. And so they did that over at Flagler. So they get a lot more people out there and they actually had men and women going together. So again, they're trying to, they're trying to to gain time. Right. Um, now they, since they were outside, that's why they decided to take the sprinting back and forth out, which in all reality, like even when I saw it happening, even before I saw it happen, I wasn't necessarily a fan of the shuttle run. It was yeah. 10 laps back and forth. Right. And at that point, it becomes a, a matter of like, okay, who's touching the line correctly? What's the standard on that? Are the judges going to be able to appropriately score that and watch that? And who's what do they not do if dizzy? They don't? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I mean, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables in that. Um, when they changed it, and they brought them out to Flagler. Now they're at the. Now they're exposed. They had to mm-hmm. squeegee off the ground, get that all, get the, the water up, and then they. That's when they were saying like, okay, we don't want to have the slipping back and forth. And this was, you know, they, we even talked about this uh, on the broadcast. Uh, Matt O'Keefe asked the athletes, "Yeah, this is what we're planning on doing. Are you guys good with this event?" And they decided to come up with something different. They didn't want to slip. They didn't want to twist their ankles. Okay, cool. Yeah. So they bring in Matt Fraser. He helps kind of decide on the fly what this would look like. And I think that what they did very well, I love the fact that they had to pick up the bag. They had to run, drop it, pick it up, and do it back. So in my mind, now what you did is you added your strength element to that. Now, granted, it's not a big strength element. uh, But you have that because that definitely – It threw some people for a loop, yeah. 100%. Like Mm -hmm. you can kind of get your hands in locked in. And you can run down and back if you need to, or down, back, and down, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Um, but when you drop it, now you have it's a it's a reset every single time. So you mm. may not be able to get that same hand grip the set the next time. So I like that they did that. Yeah. The burpees to me was an an easy fix to get the same intent of the shuttle run. Okay. Without doing the shuttle run, I mean, I I mean, yes, I see that. It, yeah. Like it wasn't difficult for those guys to do it, and you know they had to do it over line. And so, in my mind, I mean, you know, I'm the loophole guy, so I'm always looking at like, okay, well, where is the angle on this one that you can mm-hmm. either use to your advantage or not use to your advantage? And I'm sitting there thinking like, okay, what's the standard of that? And there really wasn't one. It right. was your feet. You have to do burpees on one side. I mean, they weren't. They didn't care where your head was, so your head could be over the line. Oh. It was just hands and feet had to be behind the line. If you looked at the athletes, you saw a bunch of different, okay. you know, where their head was was different. Yeah, I feet mean, that and does hands change behind it. the line. Totally. Um, so it's not like, it's not as, for lack of a better word, athletic as bar-facing burpees. Oh, for sure. Game because changer. you're not having yeah. to move as far. You're not having to jump up as high. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you saw like a lot of them, like there would almost be their feet would kind of move in a circle yeah. as they're making their way around. But the intent was let's do something that's doing about the same thing that's happening as a shuttle run. Okay. And I think personally, I think that it, it, um, the shuttle, even though it was 10, I think that the shuttle would have been too much. Like everyone would start to slow down. Whereas on the burpees, everyone can push those burpees enough mm-hmm. and keep the heart rate up. So I, I, we, and we really, I mean, I know we did burpees over the box on, on the, uh, the chipper, but yeah. for the most part, we haven't done racing burpees. And so I thought that it was a great addition. In fact, to me, 
it made that event way better. Oh, I agree. I totally I mean, agree. The, it definitely made the, it better. The revamp of that, and this is what we talked about, how you can you can revamp almost every single event if yeah. you wanted to. Right. And this revamp, I, and I even said it on, on air, that the weather made this event better than what it was originally intended to be. I agree. So totally. I like once it came out like this, I was like, now I like this event. Mm -hmm. And before I was like, eh, shuttle run. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but now I like it. Yeah. And I actually really did like it. Even they were, and they were good races on that. Machine. Oh yeah. There was, there was awesome races. Um, I, I, I agree. I, I liked something different than the shuttle run. I did not hate the burpees at all. Um, I mean, I mean, yes. Could you pick something else? Yeah, totally. There's only sure. A I mean, I just threw out. It's like we could pick up a, th a thousand different ideas of what it right. was. Um, burpees was definitely one of those when I was just spitballing with some people watching what they do was one of those things I threw out there. I threw out the cleans because if you have 120 feet of handstand walking, six cleans kind of offset that gymnastic skill. Yeah. And they haven't really done anything like that um, on the on the individual side. I know the teams did that on uh, the Bayside Chipper. But, no, it was cool. It was super exciting. I mean, all the races were great. They were all great. And – when you looked at that, you're like, that was probably one of the more fun ones, which is what elimination events are supposed to be, fast, furious, and fun, and hopefully balanced, right? Where it's like, yeah. okay, well, this person's going to win because they're this person, not who's going to win, who, no idea. And they, I thought they did a great job. It was, it was a great was, job here. You know what was actually pretty cool? Like if you, if, when you're talking burpees, mm -hmm. your smaller athlete's going to have the advantage. But then they drastically lose the advantage on that sandbag carry that they yeah. had to pick up every single time. Because if right. you saw, <clears throat> there were some athletes that could not get their hands around that bag. Yeah, yeah. And they're holding it on the outside. <laughs> and they're like flying on the birds. <laughs> they yeah. go to get to the bag and they're like, drop, drop, mm -hmm. drop. And they couldn't get it. So I... I, I liked what it was. I mean, I think that we, you know, we'd already done the flip sled and the, we had some heavy. Cleans, oh, that's so true. I, that's you a know, good so point. We, there was already, a, a, in my mind, some heavy yeah. stuff that was that was used. So I, I liked the fact that it was pure, more of a sprinting. Yeah. Rather than a bringing a weightlifting into it. I agree. No, that was good. All right. So we finish the morning with that event seven and then we come to our final. So the grandiose final of Wadapalooza, 10 years. And we talked about Wadapalooza being a celebration of fitness. It's fun for the athletes, fun for the spectators, fun for everybody, and it's exciting. And we've had fun programming up to this point, right? The flip sled, the, the down and back, like, oh, that was cool. And then you had the echo burner where it was just like everyone's screaming in your face for the last nine cows. And then Patrick Villner dies underneath the stands when he's done. <laughs> <laughs> then the barbell stuff, and then the run, swim, rose, and the bayside chipper, and then the Dale event, and then you come to the final event, and it's 55 toes of our 55 devil press. And if I could take a needle and just like pop the balloon of Wadapalooza to close things off, where there's that like fluttery, deflating sound, then I would program <laughs> this event. And here's the thing I don't actually have a problem with this event by itself. Like, if you're like, hey, listen, there's a, here's just a shitty test of willpower. Obviously, fitness in a little bit. To me, the 55 toes to bar, just take them out. They were pointless and irrelevant to this. This was 
55 duffel presses for time, which as an athlete, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> this sucks, right? But if you just like, hey, our workout for day, 55 devil presses go, I'm like, damn, man, that's, you're a dick. <laughs> it's like Karen. Totally. It's like Karen, but worse. <laughs> and the and that's really it like i know what they're trying to do they're trying to build off their qualifier because it was like 10 down to one of toes to bar and devil press and then in their head they thought that doing bulk sets would make it more of a toes to bar workout but it really made it more of a even more of a devil press event and to have this at the final as an athlete like it's the and it was just a long day of delays and they're tired and they're beat up and then like you finish with something like that which is not fun to do like there's nothing fun about that there's nothing fun about it to do there's nothing fun about it to watch <laughs> dang dude they're nothing like that it was just that was bad and it's not a bad program well it is bad because the toes to bars again if you had 110 toes to bar that's what different I event right yeah but if they just did one thing, and this is all they had to do, and I would have just shut my mouth, flip the events for the day. You start oh, yeah, with, totally. You start in, like, if you want to keep your bad programming of 55 toes to bar in there, fine. This is just a nasty grunt work test. Fine. Again, don't hate it. Don't like it. But you just, you made this event seven, and then you finish with something actually exciting and fun to do, which was your Dale event, then I would have less to say. But you couldn't have fallen flatter on your face with a final event more than this one. Yeah. I mean, out of, in after all of my the, after opinion, all of the, I, I know, in that. my I, opinion, I hear you. Oh, believe me, I got all kinds of text messages. I, yes, I understand that. <laughs> um, when, when this first came out and we first heard about this one, and, you know, the the desire, again, harking back to the qualifier, trying to get that, trying to make it a little bit different, but a tip of the hat to the qualifier, it would have been the design, I think, was more fun when it was 10 down to one. Um, I still think it, even on that, it's a devil press event. This one, to make it not so devil press, you either go 20, 10, 18.9, that way, toes to bar oh, and double press. Yeah. Or you do 110 toes to bar and 55 double press to even it up. Yes. <coughs> um, <coughs> sorry, I got a little spit in my throat there. <laughs> Choking out my own spit. <laughs> Choking on my spit. That Dale event. That Dale. That Dale um, event. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I mean, I, it. It's too bad that, that that was the end because, I mean, there were some good races on it. It was yes. very grippy. I mean, it, well, the final know, it, race it does, was settled it, by like tenths of seconds between three dudes, which was right. crazy. I mean, I mean it, it's it is what it is. I, I think that they unfortunate to them. They they missed the shot. Because a very easy fix would have cleaned up the entire weekend if this was the one before that i don't think it would have left uh, as much of a mark in fact i know when the rain hit that was i mean there was discussion of let's cut one of the events and then you know there was 
I know that there were people that were saying, and I'm not sure exactly who it was uh, on what you know what camp it was, the athletes or the the um the event coordinators or what, but yeah. they wanted to try to give all of the opportunities for the athletes as much as they could, and that's yeah. why they joined the um you know the men and women on the the elimination event and mm. then decided to keep this one as a final um, and keep it running through the way it was again. Could you clean it up? Yeah. Should it, should, I, could we have picked it to put this event in another place of the week? hundred percent. If you would have put this on day two event, number one. Yeah. I don't even think we would have even said anything. No, but that's what I'm problem, saying. The problem is, is that this is, you build up to this and then that's your end. And that's just kind of like, ah, and you know, I, I'm not, not saying always is it shouldn't have been programmed. Not always is the final, the best looking event. I mean, we've had that in the games as well, too, where the finals are out there and everyone's just sitting at the at the pegboard just waiting to see what's going to happen. Yes, next. but that's, so, an, that's an inadequacy of the athlete. Understandable. I'm just saying that the, I think what hurts this event more than the event itself is where it was placed. Yes. Rather than totally agree. Totally agree. I mean, take so. us take away the fact that <clears throat> there's bad balance in this event. Like, just don't totally. put toast to bar in it. Just put 55 deadlifts and make it 50 because you're using 50 pounds, right? Or whatever. Right. But don't put the toes to bar in there thinking like you're doing something unique. Like, Yeah. I mean, I, it's, it's just not enough. If the idea is grippy, then make it grippy. Like right. 55 then, toes to bar. Like I, I'm 52 years old and 55 toes to bar would be like. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll I'll do that in two breaks. Now, do I want him to do 110 toes bar after they sprinted 100 GHD sit-ups with med balls four, three days ago? Probably not. But that would then all of a sudden make the pieces important in the event. And that's, that's yeah, one thing yeah, that I think I in it. programming that you want to do is you don't want to put something in just for the sake of putting it in. Like, the, what's the purpose of putting this piece in there? What's the purpose of putting... Why did you put the echo bike on the on the the Fran? Right. Like there's a reason for putting that in there. Why right. did you put the rope climbs at the point of that up and down chipper? Why did you make the um why did you make the overhead squats the same movement but different weights in the deck event? Yeah. Like every single piece that you're putting in there, there has to be a rhyme and a reason for that. And I I think that the toes to bar, the attempt of trying to make it more of a devil pre or a, a more even between toes to bar and devil press by making them do it this way where it's all of one and then all of the other it mm -hmm. didn't do it because the, the pieces aren't the same yeah a toe uh one toe to bar does not equal one double press right um so i i think that you know that i think that was a uh a flub for lack of a better word there um uh, yeah, yeah you just don't want to flub the final it out, you know then like, it's a race <clears throat> Sure. And and, you know? and your big point, too, and this is the point I, I'm, I'm totally agreeing with you, is like, I'm not saying this should have never been programmed. I'm just saying it wasn't the best programming, but you put it in the worst spot. To yeah. yeah. yeah you yeah. put this in event three or four, even at seven, and you finish with Dale. I'm not saying anything other than you could have done more toes to bar. Or, or 55 toes to bar, 55 chest to bar, and then go nuts. Now your grip is... Let me, let, let me ask you this. You have all of our events here. Yeah. If you could reshuffle whatever, Ooh. pick one event and make that be the final, which one would be the final? The way Out of went, all of them. Uh, probably 
the chipper. You would make the chipper the final? Other than Dolly, yeah. Or maybe event one. Some type of marching finish line. Those are fun to watch in the final. I mean, you can definitely build the drama on that. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I would put... I or, could put the three, three, four at the very yeah. end and make that be the end. Because now it's like at the end of each one, you what I'm saying is like something where things are at stake. Yes, they move forward with the devil presses, but it was just a slog fest of not fun. And it's not fun to watch. Okay, so oh. take this. Take this. Okay. Take the deck. Yeah. That's now event one. You take the flip sled. That's now your final. Keep everything else exactly the same. <laughs> Great. I mean, because like if you take if you take that for that the the deck, yeah, and that's your opening. That basically is just the door opening. Like no one, I I don't even think we would even say. I I don't think we'd be like, ah, oh, yeah, I would have put more toes to bar, and literally that would have been the end of it. Yeah, that would have been like, okay, and here we go. So we go from that one gripping, you're burning, you're going for it, right into thrusters and chest to bar pull ups in the echo bike. Man, today one was a was like you were just slammed. You oh got the yeah, door slammed in your face, and you're boom, and here we go. That would be the door opening to the event rather than here's how you close the event. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. And I, I, and I would have less different. to say. Like I said, it's more about where the, where the event was put than it is about the event itself. Yeah. And I was just really surprised that that's – of all the things we said, the purpose of Wadapalooza. <laughs> and that's how we, we finished it. So, <laughs> again, yeah, it was more placement than it was um, programming. All right. End of the weekend, element 26, thumb tape review. You or me? Is it me? I think it's me. Uh, uh, I think it's it is me. you. Regardless of all the little nitpicky things that I've had and then what I said about the final, as far as the whole weekend of programming in its totality, I'm going to give it one and a half. One and a half. There's things I would have changed, longer swim, no toes to bar, where you put it. I like the change on the, the Dale event kettlebell deadlift to finish things off whatever but overall super fun test great test overall i think the right test was created to find the right people for your podium one and a half thumbs up for me one and a half one and a half i really enjoyed the in, the entire thing so like actually you know i didn't get to see it i mean you got to outside. be there too so it often that feels different being there totally. I mean, I mean, you know how that you know how that line. is. I mean, you've been at the games where you're in it, and I'm on the out, you know, on at home watching it, and so it it is a different feel. So you get a different feel for that. I, for the most part, really liked all the programming. The events I thought were really fun mm -hmm. to watch. They were, um, I think that you know they they were they were interesting. I didn't necessarily have a big problem with like the kettlebell deadlifts at the end. To me, it was just part of the chipper, and I know the chippers will have some easy pieces like that. So that didn't overly affect me that much um the uh the the way they changed the elimination race i thought that yeah. was awesome i wish the swim was way longer yeah. I, I i that just was a, i think that was a mistake there um and then even the last event uh, even with how it was and where it was um, I don't think it took away from the overall event for what it was. I mean, it was four days of just an absolute blast. Yeah. Um, I I could go the one and a half. Okay. I could go the one and a half. I mean, Solid I, I feel weekend. like I'm kind of 
I, I mean, it was it was so fun. Yeah. It was so fun. The athletes looked like they had such a blast. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking all the different divisions. I yeah. mean, I saw so many different people, and they all looked like they had a blast. Good. And, you know, then even even the the fans that were there, you know, watching it, it was overall a, a very good experience. And then I think generally speaking, the programming, they did, they did a great job, man. Oh, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. They did a really good job. Yeah. Nice job. Good job, team. Good job, Waza. Good job. Can't wait to see what comes up next. Yeah. All right. Well, what are your thoughts on the programming for Wadapalooza? What'd you love? What'd you hate? What would you change? What would you keep? Would you change the order? And that's it. Who knows? But that's our take on it. Bill, it's good to be back. Oh, man. This it's was a good, good one. We to this. be back. All right, everyone. Yeah. You guys have a great weekend, and we'll see you guys next time.